Hello, you are listening to Delta Dispatches. We are discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. And I'm Simone Malaz with Restore a Retreat. Hello. Hello, Simone. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's quite a busy week. A lot of news coming out. It is. Very busy week. We have no shortage of things to talk about. Well, we've got some great guests that we're going to feature. It's always good to feature people within our organizations as well as externally. But um, so much going on internally. But also, let's first start out with some of the news. So there was a huge announcement that came out this week. Um, from the governor as well as the CPRA chairman and um, you know LDWF and others, uh, what was what was that announcement? Sure. So as part of the um, post BP um, recovery process, um, some of the dollars were set aside for recreational use because, as we know, you know we lost the use of of some of our uh, natural resources. People like to hunt and fish here in Louisiana. That's why it's sportsman's paradise. And so because some of those recreational opportunities were lost some of the money was set aside specifically for that and the governor announced 60 million dollars in recreational use funds and that's the second um, second wave of funds if you will to address some of those some of the projects uh, include right here in Jefferson Elmer's Island Access, uh, Grand Isle State Park, uh, a wetland center, and Jean Lafitte, Jean Lafitte National Historic Park improvements. In my part of the world, Terrebonne, um, there's the Pointe Wildlife Management Area, Island Road Fishing Piers. So many people fish off the side of the road, but it's very dangerous. And um, they had an incident, I think even this year, some people getting hurt. So that's really important to have some fishing piers, some turnaround areas. But there's also uh, statewide artificial reefs. Uh, there's St. Bernard Park improvements. There's a whole list of projects. Um, $60 million, definitely a good chunk of money um, for recreational use. Yeah. And, you know, the projects are certainly coastwide. And to be clear, these aren't coming from funds that are, you know, dedicated to restoration. These are specific recreational use, as you said, because local economies, local businesses really suffered from the oil spill because they weren't able to operate. Exactly. Going directly to impact the whole idea that Louisiana is a sportsman's paradise. And you're right, it stretches all the way to Calcasieu um, and then the statewide projects as well. Um, But some of them do complement some larger projects like Elmer's Island. Uh, We went out there when I was in Port Fouchon just last week, and that's a really important recreational area um, that is part of the Caminata Headlands Restoration Project. So they did find a way to weave in some complementary projects as right. well. I mean, part of the reason why we're doing this coast restoration, in, in addition to the protection and the wildlife habitat, as well as, you know, all the other ecosystem services, is that, you know, we love being out on our coast and we yeah. love experiencing it. So I, one of the things that struck me in looking at the list of projects is it really increases that accessibility Absolutely. to these coastal areas, which hopefully will in turn allow people to understand how important they are yeah. and get more involved. So that that's a great piece of news, um, certainly, and we'll have to follow and maybe visit some of these places. Definitely. We'll put it on our field trip list. We still have Paris. Remember, we have to go to Paris. We have a couple of other places. We're going to see Darylin, though. I'm so excited. Yes, we're going down to Braithwaite. Um, We are. But, yeah, we'll be taking um, our 360 video. We'll have some of our friends and colleagues. Um, And we're actually going to be going to visit the summer camp. Jacques going to summer camp. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, because we talked so much about it when they were on the show, we have to bring snowballs. snowballs, Have to do it. Yeah, hopefully they have spearmint. No. We called ahead of time, and we made sure that there's no spearmint (laughs) spearmint is available. We'll report back. But then also hopefully we'll be able to check out the waterways exhibit, 
which is still happening down at Phoenix High School, um, and it will be happening really until August 4th. So, um, you know, highly recommend, yeah, yeah, go and check it out. Um, Phoenix High School in Braithwaite um, open every Monday through Thursday and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., great exhibit and a great place of Louisiana's coast to visit. Yes, yes. I'm excited about going to see that. And it's open so long. It's so accessible. I think that's really great. We had um, Chris on talking Mm -hmm. from LEH talking Mm -hmm. about um, the whole exhibit in general. And it's going to look different when it goes different Mm -hmm. places. And so we're excited to see it at its first location. So I love when our episodes kind of, when there's continuity. Um, And last week we had um, (laughs) Lauren Avril, who's a dear friend um, with the Jefferson Parish Coastal Zone uh, Department, um, and Jefferson, Jefferson Parish hosted the CPRA board meeting this week. Yes, they sure did in Lafitte, um, and so everyone traveled down there. They had some uh, good discussions on diversions, um, but it, it's nice that the uh, monthly CPRA meeting, they do take it on the road, and they do visit places along the coast. That's great, and um, you know, if you're tuning in um, and can make it, you better hurry. But there's an amazing event happening in La Rose yes, tonight. And yes. it's been part of a week-long series that's happened highlighting really the importance of the Mississippi River from, you know, Minnesota and the headlands to the Gulf. And Restore Retreat has been a big partner in that whole effort. Yeah, right? we've, we've helped them plan the final episode. Uh, you can talk about some of the previous episodes. But we, uh, we are helping them to plan the final episode. Uh, of course, we like to have them in La Rose Civic Center, uh, 10th Ward of Lafouche Parish. Very important um, of all places. This really, truly is a community gathering area. Uh, and the theme is called Voices of the Bayou. And so they have several panelists. Some are friends on the show. Some have been on the show. I don't want to spoil it um but that show will will be taping it and it'll be airing on friday so you you listened intently to some of the other episodes yeah yeah i mean they kicked off on monday and the thing that's interesting so this is a partnership with minnesota public radio and wwno who's our you know local uh new orleans npr mm-hmm. affiliate um and you know they are talking to people up and down the mississippi river about the connection to the river some of the big issues whether it's around farming and agriculture whether it's around water management and restoration um on monday they just started asking people about their personal stories and their connections to the river which down here in new orleans like of I course i love we seeing have... the twitter feeds of our friends yeah. right <laughs> we have a lot of stories and, a and lot i thought of it was funny tegan said she's only lived in mississippi river towns yes, i saw that i, I thought that was that. funny i mean i wonder if that's intentional or if she just kind of discovered <laughs> it, it. it but yeah, but anyway a great um a great program great effort um and looking forward to you know hearing the conversation from tonight's event in LaRue's. Yes, indeed. And then Friday, you're going to Baton Rouge. You're taking 360 on the road. Right. Yeah. I mean, we will be at the Center for River Studies. um, And it's been great to roll this technology out and see the excitement and enthusiasm around it. You know, we're really able to bring coastal issues, coastal areas, and coastal restoration directly into people's laps, wherever they are. So um, there's a program, a a fellowship program connected to the governor's office that, um, you know, people that are like in college mm-hmm. um, yeah. are, are Lindsay part Cooper, of right? Yes. Lindsay Cooper is a Tulane senior. She's been assigned to the governor's office and she's been amazing. We yeah, spent uh, some time with her office. both of Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're having a, a meeting, a kind of tour of the physical model and the River Center. 
Um, and so we'll be there with our 360 video. So it's a great way. Um, a lot of these fellows are placed throughout the government, mm-hmm. not just, you know, in coastal, uh, a coastal office, but, you know, it'll be a way for them to understand uh, the issues of coastal. And what does the sticker say? I, I visited Louisiana's I visited coast. Louisiana's coast today. So yeah, you can so. do that from Baton Rouge. We, um, I don't know if we told you this, we took 360 to, um, to Fouchon with this. Um, so we made uh, Jenny do it. We also made Charles do it. We have a very funny picture. So we take it with us when we go yeah. places. How have so the responses been? Everybody loves it. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Um, uh, Victoria said it best for kind of younger ones. She's like, it's like a Wii, you know, about how you control it and look at it. But I think people are pretty blown away. Um, even to a physical point, some people have to hold on to something, you know. It's been so great to watch people's reactions yeah. to it, but everyone loves it. Oh, that's so great. Well, to, as if you want to check it out yourself, you can go to MississippiRiverDelta.org slash 360. Um, you can watch the video on your phone, on your computer. Uh, you know, sign up to get more information about um, this video. And then if you have an organization or, you know, a place where you'd like us to bring the video, we're certainly open to, to doing that. So get in touch with us. Um, well, we've got some great guests yes, coming up. coming up. Uh, Christy Trail, executive director. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to have Christy Basin on. Foundation. We've had a couple of yeah. friends from like Pontchartrain come on, so I'm really excited to have Christy on. Yeah, they've got some great events coming up, and of course, Christy just has such a, a fascinating background. So she sure does. We'll be good to kind of introduce her to our radio listeners, um, and then we'll have Aaron Brown with Vanishing Paradise, who's been on before to talk about some of the stuff happening. Erin's always doing cool things. She brought Nathan Richard in that time, and so she's always doing the fun things. We'll have to ask her about that. She has a lot going on. So um, we'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org Louisiana, to find out more about our work to restore and protect coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org Louisiana. At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. la.audubon.org. Restore Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution. Check us out on Twitter, 
Facebook, and online at www.restoreorretreat.org. Hello, you're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM, always available online at deltadispatches.org. I am Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. I'm Simone Malaz with Restore or Retreat. I'm glad that you memorized that. Yeah, the intro. <laughs> Although I did miss the intro that time. but That one time out of <laughs> out of 50 episodes. Yeah. We should do a quiz. Like, do people know what the tagline is? I don't know. Um, I, no, we should not take that quiz. <laughs> does does my like, co-host know what the tagline is? That's like the brown gravy, red gravy uh, quiz sure. that you gave okay. me. Well, we'll have to save that for the fun question discussion. But I'm so excited to have our Yay, next guest. Finally. Um, Christy Trail, Executive Director of Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. We've had several staff on from Lake Pontchartrain Basin She's Foundation. She's been eluding us, and we finally pinned her down. Yeah. Well, you know, we you gotta wait for uh, you know, it's it's worth the wait. I mm-hmm. guess. Two so, marshmallows, yes. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Delta Dispatches, Christy. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. So you've been in the role for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about your background and what what you were doing before LPBF. Yeah, so I just want to reiterate, I'm happy to be here. Sorry it took me so long to get here. Um, but yeah, I, um, I've i been at LPBF for 18 months now, and I couldn't be happier where I'm at. Um, I did grow up in New Orleans, actually grew up in Metairie on the lakefront, um, spent my childhood going up and down the lake. But back when I was a child, the lake wasn't necessarily clean. So I remember... Um, the lake, you know, in the not-so-glory days. And I remember when this organization started in 1989, because I was here. I had the bumper sticker. Um, And throughout my career, um, I've considered myself a lifelong environmentalist. So um, even as a child, I would try to recycle at home when curbside recycling wasn't available, Um, even throughout college and in my professional career, um, always trying to implement things to um, better the environment but I've never actually worked in this side of the business, an environmental nonprofit. So um, this has been really fun being here for the past 18 months. So you're a professional engineer. I am. Yes. So that's your background. (laughs) So tell us more about you personally. Sure. Um, So I grew up, um, again, native New Orleanian, but my family's not originally from here. Um, My father was a physician and the rest of my family pursued career paths um, in different industries. So when I decided I wanted to be an engineer, nobody knew what that was. (laughs) Everybody thought I wanted to drive a train. Um, That would be fun too. (laughs) So, um, so much so that I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I stayed on for graduate school, got a master's in engineering um, and went on to work um, for an engineering firm and in various industries. Um, So a little bit different career path and background than your typical um, environmental nonprofit leader. Yeah, but as a female, right? You know, that was something that um, probably was even more different, you know. Now now it's changed slightly, but, you know. Still still a strong need for women in STEM careers, so yes, which I'm also a strong advocate for. And having some of the business background, too, is so hugely important for nonprofits. Like, you have a lot of people that go back to school to get that managerial yeah, experience. Yeah, you understand the other or, side, too. You know, to yeah. be able to run. Well, what has been most exciting for you since being in the role um, of, of executive director? I mean, director? besides being on Delta Dispatches, <laughs> This is the highlight of this job so <laughs> far. <laughs> um, it's just been a lot of fun talking about the work that we do. I mean, it's something that really I'm passionate about. 
I love um, the outcomes that we've had. And I just, my favorite thing is talking about it. So being here today really is one of the fun things that I get to do. And it's something I probably spend more than half my time doing. The other half is the boring stuff, sitting at my desk, looking at spreadsheets and budgets. But, <laughs> but the fun part is really getting out and meeting new people and talking about the great work we do. I think you're a great spokesperson. We've had a chance to be on a couple of different panels together. And even before this segment, we talked about it. I learned some new things about what Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation does that you're maybe not so known for. So um, let's talk about some of those things. And I also want you to, to give everybody the where you can find more information and tell the funny story about that. Too. Sure. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, Simone's right. We were recently on a panel together at a conference. And while we were preparing for that, we all got to know a little bit about what each other does. Um, so our organization, as I mentioned, has been around for 29 years. We started out with the singular mission to save Lake Pontchartrain because it was, as I mentioned growing up, it was pretty contaminated. Um, and so we did that. We started with a team of scientists working with some local researchers at universities and worked to clean up Lake Pontchartrain. That was all well and good. That team of scientists still exists today, and we do a lot of work on water quality, mostly on the North Shore, the tributaries to Lake Pontchartrain. Um, you know, so we've grown beyond that since 1989. We added a coastal program. So we have a team of scientists that works with you all. Uh, we started that after Katrina, and that's a lot looking after the resilience of the community. Um, but we also own and manage a museum on Lake Pontchartrain at the New Canal Lighthouse. And so we have all these different components to our organization, and a lot of folks don't often put them together. So when people say, oh, Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation, what do you do? If I say save our lake, they say, oh, I know who you are. So, you know, putting those two pieces together and the beyond message that we've already saved the lake. And this is all the other great work that we do. Um, and folks will see the lighthouse at the end of West End and not connect that that's us at Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. So we've also had that situation occur. And that's a lot of what we're working on now, kind of behind the scenes, is getting that message together. Um, that we are one big happy family. We do all that work together. Um, and, you know, this is all the great things that we do. Yeah, so, so Christy's right. We we were actually having a call before this panel, to, you know, because we didn't know exactly, you know, each other so well. Christy and I knew each other better. But anyway, so Christy brought up the lighthouse and other panelists was like, no kidding. Is that you guys? Like, and so it was, it was funny that it happened in this kind of uh, pre-call. And it was like, that's really important. I'm sure we get the same wake up call at restore or retreat. People call us restore and retreat or people think we're actually like about rebuilding homes like um and so we it's funny how you as an executive director you have to work through some of those things that you may take for granted right, right. about your name and what you people do. think we're the zoo yes absolutely oh, i'm sure yes yes <laughs> um yes right um but i i like the way that you described it as a family right there's different aspects of what you do and all of that centers around the lake uh, Theron, we've had her on the show before. It's really funny. She's like, we do I ten north, <laughs> so that's how that's how we do that. And I always thought that was really funny too. So yeah, yeah, yes, very good description about what you do. So where can people find out more information? You do have like Hydrocoast map. You have all kinds of things, uh, resources available. Pretty active Twitter feed. Yes, our uh, website is very full of information. But what a lot of people may not realize is that we still do sample Lake Pontchartrain on a regular basis. So every single week, we collect ten samples. We look for a variety of parameters. All those results are posted on our website every single week at SaveOurLake.org. They're also published in the Advocate newspaper inside really? the Metro section every Saturday morning. So you can always look um, to see what's going on with Lake Pontchartrain anytime on our website, SaveOurLake.org. 
That's very good. I'm yet again didn't know that. Very <laughs> yeah. interesting. Um, and the lighthouse is open as well uh, regularly to the public, and people can go and there are events and stuff that happen there. What are the hours when people can go and visit the lighthouse? Yes, yeah, so the lighthouse is at eight zero zero one Lakeshore Drive. It's open seven days a week from ten to four. Uh, we do do um, group tours, individual tours. You can just walk in off the street and get a tour. And the great thing is, not only do you learn about the science that we do, you learn a lot about the history of the area and the history of New Orleans. And, you know, why is the seawall there? What things were happening on the lake in World War II? Um, how was Lakeview built? So you learn a lot about the history of New Orleans. And y'all have, like, the people that host their volunteers, right? Y'all call them docents. Docents. <laughs> yes. Docents. I like it's so that. I mean, there's so, so much about that area and how much, I think it's changed so much. You know, people are always sharing on Facebook, oh, I remember when this restaurant used to be out here on mm-hmm. West End, or there's such that personal connection to the lake, so... Um, I think that's one of the coolest things about New Orleans, too, is that, you know, they have all these different pockets. And then when you go to Bucktown or you go, it's it's this whole other culture. People live on boats and mm-hmm. they have some friends of ours live in a condo. And that, like, that's so that you don't think that about New Orleans. But it's true when you see the beautiful sailboats and a yacht club and um, that the lake is really important to who we are as a city. As yes. much as the river is, really. Yeah. It's waterfront property. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we want to dig more into this and some of the recent news and events that are coming out of Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. Um, we have to head into a break, so hold on with us, and we'll be right back with Christy Trail, Executive Director of the Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. Welcome back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM, always available online at deltadispatches.org. We discuss Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. And I'm Simone Laws with Restore or Retreat. Or Retreat, not End Retreat. Restore or Retreat in Audubon, Louisiana, which is not the zoo. (laughs) And we're back uh, with Christy Trail, Executive Director of the Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. So, Christy, you knew this coming on, but it's time for the fun. Not, it's coming. Question. I think I made mine a little relevant to you. Um, so, Is this... well, Simone has a fun question too, apparently. Yes, we'll see who's better. Okay. So, Christy has the honor of being the first person on Delta ever. Dispatches Dual. ever to have to answer two fun questions. But... Oh, that kind of day. <laughs> um, so, Christy. What is your favorite current or former lakefront restaurant? And that could be Bucktown, West End, girl, anything. (laughs) I'm listening. I'm leaning in. Well, this is tough. You know, when you uh, live in New Orleans, people come in from out of town. They always want to know, where should I go eat? And I can never answer that question because there's so many good choices. So you got to ask people, what kind of food do you like? What kind of atmosphere do you want? So it's similar on the lakefront, but I will say we're a little spoiled right there at the lighthouse. We've got this wonderful restaurant next door called the Blue Crab. Mm -hmm. I love the Blue Crab. It's a good place. And they have wonderful seafood and the best blue cheese wedge salad you could ever imagine. Field trip. It has blue cheese ice cream on the salad. Why are Sounds we, weird, but it's delicious. What are we doing here? Why are we not doing the show live from the Blue Crab? We need to do that next well, time. Well, what's your favorite? That's the one so, thing we just talked about. We need to okay, answer our own so questions. So mine, because I similar had a similar experience kind of with the memories on the lake as a kid. Um, and we spent a lot of time there as my, with my family. Mine is a restaurant that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it's, not there um, no more? West End Cafe. And I think the building is still there, and it's a different restaurant. But the restaurant itself wasn't there. My sisters went to Mount Carmel right on the lake, so we spent a lot of time in that area. 
but it was a wonderful restaurant. What is yours? Well, I don't even know if this counts. We're like big Arno's people. I um, love because Arno's like our you can get roast beef or you can get seafood or Italian. Or like, pizza. Or pizza. That's <laughs> yeah. what my kids get all the time. But my kids have been loving on Russell's Marina Grill because mm-hmm. we're big breakfast for supper people. I like Russell's yeah. too. A lot of good options. I know. Lots of great options. That's where the Malazas are eating today. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fun question, Simone? I, I was going with the lake theme and I wanted to know Christy's favorite yacht rock song. <laughs> <laughs> what a great question. little sister Christian. <laughs> no, Night Ranger doesn't count as Yacht Rock. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with anything Holland Oats. Night. Nice. Yes. Ah, I love Holland Oats. Yes. We, we made uh, avid listener Chip Klein go to the Holland Oats concert with uh-huh. me and Jenny the other day. We had a great experience. So. Oh, very Good nice. Very well, nice. let's get. Do you have some events coming up? Let's get to it. We do. We got lots of fun stuff coming up. Um, so the big one is coming up on Sunday uh, out at the Lighthouse at 8001 Lakeshore Drive. We're partnering actually with Blue Crab Restaurant, my favorite mm-hmm. restaurant out on the lake, um, and the National World War II Museum. So they are going to bring their PT boat out to the new canal alongside the Blue Crab Restaurant. It's going to start at 10 a.m. And if you buy a ticket, you'll get to do two tours. You'll get to tour the PT boat, just a deck tour. The boat is not moving out into the lake. <laughs> um, and then you'll also get to tour the New Canal Lighthouse Museum. So with one ticket, you get to see two tours. It's $15 a person. I love it. It's such a great idea. My kids love stuff like that, and I love that it's a twofer. It's a twofer. Very good. That's awesome. And it's history on the lake, right? It's history on the lake. So that's the interesting thing about the museum, as I was mentioning. So it's not just the environmental and science work that we do, but just having that historical aspect. So, you know, Higgins boats were built and created here in New Orleans, um, and they tested them out on the lakefront uh, before they deployed them over in France for World War II. So they were a testing ground. The World War II Museum has built a replica that they um, now store out on the lakefront. They're going to be bringing it over to us. So we're going to get a little history lesson about the Higgins boats, uh, about World War II out on the lakefront. And then, of course, you can come tour the museum. What, an, what a great tie-in. The, their museum does such a really great job. And to, to kind of bring it full circle like that, that's very cool. I love it. I mean, because it, it kind of references the historical importance of this place mm-hmm. and why we're here. And, you know, think about Mark Schlestein saying, like, New Orleans was founded because it was the, like, closest point to the Gulf of Mexico that was still defensible along the river. And it still is that point. You know, and I think about the boats being in line with that. I saw something just this week on TV about, yeah, there were U-boats and, you know, there were Germans in the Gulf of Mexico. Right, right. This is an actual true thing, you know, and so... They said they were in the mouth of the river. Yeah, that you you maybe missed some of that history along the way and how close it was right here in Louisiana. So... Obviously, volunteerism and providing opportunities for people to get out on the coast or along the lake and give back to their community is a huge part of LPPF's LPBF's mission. And you guys were just uh, recognized with your thousand hours of community service that have been completed by uh, LPBF volunteers. And that's part of the Tricentennial Volunteer Challenge. Is that correct? That is correct. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Did you do all thousand of those hours? We had 1,881 <laughs> oh, hours. Oh, girl, overachiever. <laughs> yeah, Big surprise. Christy Trail, overachiever. <laughs> and that's like Excellent. tree plantings and cleanups and all kinds of stuff. And right? docents. And docents. Yeah. Nice. Love it. <laughs> Well, I had the opportunity to do a tree planting in 
man shack and it was an amazing experience so highly recommend anyone else do it's hard work too yeah. it is it's back very back. gratifying but it is hard work so you just do have to be prepared if you're gonna go plant trees in the swamp you gotta recognize you're gonna be marching through yeah. the swamp and carrying heavy trees but it's very gratifying so we're so thankful all the volunteers that we have on a regular basis and even for our big events when we do tree plantings helped us achieve this challenge. So we were recognized today by the United Way and Hands-On New Orleans. We're really excited to be a part of that. So, um, but y'all also do other activities like um, the beach sweep, some other activities throughout the year. So what else do y'all have coming up? So uh, we do do two big events a year where we focus on picking up uh, litter all around the region, Mm -hmm. not just in New Orleans, but in Jefferson and St. Tammany and Tangipahoe parishes all around the lake. Um, And that is a good educational event for us twice a year that we get folks out to pick up litter, to look at the catch basins in their area, to make sure they're clear, free of debris. We can talk to folks about how important it is to not dump anything but water down the storm drain because all that goes to Lake Pontchartrain. And when that litter gets down the storm drain, it ends up in the lake and it harms the marine life um, and the birds. So we're always doing continual education around that. So we've got a big event coming up on September 15th. It's gonna be part of International Coastal Cleanup Day. We're going to be doing litter pickups all around the region. So if folks are interested and want to come volunteer with us on September 15th, they can go to our website, saveourlake.org. That's great. So you don't have to go far out no, or be in the no, swamp. You can just to, do it in your neighborhood. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So as that date approaches, we'll be sure to continue to remind folks and let people know where they can go um, to volunteer and sign up. Great. Yeah, I know John does crab traps too. Y'all do all kind of different events like that that's close to home too. Yes, early in the year, uh, we pick up abandoned crab traps. We uh, we do tree plantings, usually in the wintertime. Um, not always ideal conditions, but it's the best time to plant trees. And then again, we always do these litter pickups, so they're lots of fun. Very good. So all of this information is on your website? Yes. yes. Lots of information on the website at saveourlake.org. And also how people could volunteer, not just events listed, but also how they could volunteer and be part of it? Yes. When you go to our website, um, you'll see lots of information about volunteering and, of course, how you can donate. Uh, but if you have any questions, you can always email us at info at saveourlake.org. And the water quality information as well. That's also on the website. Awesome. Well, Christy, thank you so much for coming on Delta Dispatches. Oh, you'll have to come back soon. I would love to. Um, we promise not to ask you two fun questions next time. <laughs> but you were a good sport, and we appreciate it. Um, and thank you and you know, to John Lopez and Theron Hinkle and all, everyone at LPBF for all the great work you all do. We love partnering with you, and so glad that you know your organization is really bringing the history of New Orleans and the mm-hmm. lake and, you know, the future of it together. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you Christy. All right. Well, we'll be right back. We have one more guest. Uh, Aaron Brown with Vanishing Paradise is going to talk about some of the sportsman uh, activities and outreach that's happening uh, this weekend and has been going on all week. We'll be right back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM, always available online at deltadispatches.org. I am Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. And I'm Simone Malaz with Restore or Retreat. And we're so excited to have back with us Aaron Brown, Sportsman Outreach Coordinator with Vanishing Paradise. Aaron, it's been a busy week for you. You've been traveling, you've been at conferences, you've been up in the air. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, so... This past week, we were at ICAS, which is the International Convention of Allied Sport Fishing Trades, and it's a convention down in Orlando. They had over 20,000 participants at what? the show this year. 
Yeah, it's huge. And it brings together people from um, just different fishing communities, whether it's saltwater, freshwater, or even conservation partners at ships. So we got to really connect with a lot of our old supporters and meet new friends there. Um, We also teamed up with Wiley X, Stanley, Z-Man Lures, and Vanish in Paradise, which we hosted in the Z-Man booth and the Wiley X booth, and we had a happy hour. A three-hour happy That's hour. My girl. I yeah, like that. <laughs> and we had some great cups printed with um, Stanley and Vanishing Paradise logos on them, and it wound up like being blasted all around the convention center with our logo. So it was really cool. Um, and a part of that was that we were able to give out um, some media kits, and in the media kits, there was a lot of Vanishing Paradise information and. Some of these guys are coming back down in October to go fishing, and hopefully we'll get them up on some flyovers. Well, and speaking of, and that's such great exposure for Louisiana and our issue, um, but you're you're taking some people up on flyovers soon, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to head out tomorrow. I'm taking Chef Nathan Richard from Coven Restaurant. Who's been on the show before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Albertine Kimball, who's on the Vanish in Paradise Sporting Council and is also very involved in coastal restoration, very proactive with us already. Um, Kanan Hurd from Falk Game Calls out in the Lake Charles area. And Wes Higgins from Bill Lewis Rattletrap Lures. That's great. And, I mean, Albertine is such an amazing, you know, voice for the coast and for advocating for protecting and restoring the coast. I mean, she's seen a change in her lifetime. We actually did a video of her talking about the importance of the Mid-Breton sediment diversion that you can find on our website, MississippiRiverDelta.org slash blog. And then another one of your supporters did an amazing video, but this one about the river reintroduction into Maurepas Swamp, and that's Warren Coco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Warren Coco used to hunt in the Maurepas Swamp area back in the 70s and 80s. And um, he's actually really excited about the um, hydrologic restoration project that's going to happen down in Maurepas Swamp. So he was... Um, very willing and eager to do an interview with us, and um, you can check it out on the Vanish in Paradise blog. Yeah, or, yeah, on MississippiRiverDelta.org slash blog, too. Um, I do love the idea of the media kits. That's so genius, because I'm sure once you, you know, this is a fishing pun, right? But I'm sure once you throw that bait out there, I mean, would you like to come fishing in Louisiana's <laughs> Sportsman's <laughs> Paradise, which, by the way, is a vanishing paradise, like, right? You know, I know some of those folks that... Um, that probably wasn't too hard of a sell to try to get them to come this way. Oh, no. And it's something that these guys are, um, they kind of look forward to every year. They plan out a fishing trip, but to actually come down and know that, you know, the information that they got in their media kits coming from Vanish in Paradise, and I'm also going to have an opportunity to actually sit down with them, present to them, and like I said, hopefully get them up in the air and get them writing about um, the marsh that they're going to see in St. Bernard and Plaquemines Parish. So, yeah, so what are you uh, flying over? What are the folks, what are Albertine and Chef Richard? Is Albertine the guide? How does that see? work? Yeah. <laughs> she pretty much could, She's I cool enough, when she I, could do it for sure. Went out with her once and she was like teaching more than some of our <laughs> scientists. I'll say that that much. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to um, head out from the New Orleans Lakefront Airport and just go over St. Bernard, Plaquemines Parish, just kind of see different terraces, di- um, terracing projects, Canaver and Mardi Gras Pass. Um, and a little bit down the river down in Plaquemines. So hopefully it'll be very eye-opening for these guys. Yeah, well, I'd love, I can't wait to hear about it and kind of their reaction and experience. Um, So you're very busy, and you have something else coming up this weekend, right? (laughs) I mean, hopefully your vacation's planned next week. But is it the uh, Louisiana Sportsman Show, Vanishing Paradise, is going to be there as well? Yeah, we're going to have a booth. Um, The Vanishing Paradise booth will be there Friday through Sunday. The show opens at 3 p.m. on Friday and ends at 9 p.m., and it opens again Saturday at 
10 a.m. and on Sunday at 10 a.m. So it's long days, um, but we're going to have our booth there where we're going to have the virtual reality 360 headset for um, the general public to check out, as well as promote the um, fishing for data that CRCL is going to release. And um, as in another part of our booth, we're going to be um, giving away, raffling off some um, bluing teal decoys Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So awesome. be sure to stop by. It's fun. That one's a fun one to go to. There's like so many things to do and there's crazy demos and so many great booths to pop into. Mm-hmm. My kids love to do that too. Yeah. Take some photos. I'd love to see the reaction that some of the people have there to the, the 360. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Cool. Yeah. Well, what else is going on in Vanishing Paradise? Anything else you want to cover? <laughs> we still have to do our fun question. <laughs> Oh, gosh. No, it's just been crazy, but um, we're really busy, and I know we're also looking forward to taking out some lady chefs from the oh, New Orleans fun. world. Albertine's going to take us out with them <laughs> again. Um, so we're looking forward to that at the end of July, and um, get them out in the marsh, fishing, and whatever they catch, we're going to cook up. Yeah. And So you hunt and fish, too. It's going to be hunting season before you know it, right? Yeah, September 15th is the opening of teal season. So. Oh, that's pretty close. Oh, yeah. 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 We go straight from fishing. Into honey. That's the way y'all <laughs> so, like it, though. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> so, fun question time, and then we can let Erin get back to her busy week. Okay, favorite season. You just mentioned you go from fishing to hunting to... Mm, that's hard. I know. That's really hard. I know, that's what we do around here. <laughs> we ask hard-hitting questions. <laughs> I guess duck season. Yeah, I really like the duck camp, so... Fun. I agree. It's something nice about the weather, too. It's mm-hmm. pleasant. Fall. Yeah. Absolutely. It brings all of those yeah. good feelings. Well, Erin, best of luck to you with the flyovers and with the Louisiana Sportsman Show. And thank you so much. And Vanishing Look, if Paradise. you need us to go see some of those lady chef's restaurants, too, <laughs> Jacques and I are always willing. Always willing. If you want us to do some reconnaissance or just check out mm-hmm. who might be good for the next trip, we mm-hmm. can, some sampling. Yeah. Or hang out with Albertine, too. We're happy to do that, right. too. Also, if you want to just go fishing sometime, yeah. <laughs> we can do that, too. We already have our fishing trip scheduled for uh, Fush on Friday, so maybe mm-hmm. we can go out and Delacroix or something. All right. right. Well, thank you, Erin. So, Simone, another great show. Yes. So, so much is going on, for sure. So, let's just recap some of the resources, you know, where you can find out some information. Um, If you want to see the presentations from CPRA this week, they are always available online. Um, If you go to coastal.la.gov and you go to calendar, you can find all the presentations um, from previous meetings or archived there. Great. Uh, another reminder in terms of upcoming events, so as Christy mentioned, LPBF's History on the Lake is this Sunday from 10 to 4 p.m. at the New Canal Lighthouse, 8001 Lakeshore Drive. Um, a, a great event with Blue Crab Restaurant and the New Orleans World War II Museum, so definitely Love. check that out. And then our friends down in Braithwaite will have their exhibit going on until um, August 4th, open every day, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., as well as Saturday at the same time, and that's at Phoenix High School High School in Braithwaite in partnership uh, with Louisiana Endowment for the Humanities. And don't forget, you can find out those past episodes um, on www.flyoverradio.org, yes. um, and Voices of the Bayou will air tomorrow. Yeah, so not not the, our past episodes, which are available at deltadispatches.org, but WWNO and Minnesota Public Radio are doing the series Flyover, and that is available at flyoverradio.org. So looking forward to hearing some of those conversations. So we have, we you and I talk about this all the time, we talk about some great guests that we can have coming up too. So we're looking forward to having some exciting 
events, hopefully more of our colleagues on to talk about some of their good work. We need to have Alicia back on. Alicia she's slipping has, in her rankings as most uh, popular. I know. I think she's got some uh, some stuff she wants to say, too. So good. we will have her on soon. She's cooking up some stuff. Yes. And then um, there will be, uh, you know, hopefully some fun characters, some new faces and voices, too. So. No shortage of fun characters Anyway, here. another great week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please listen online anytime. DeltaDispatches.org. Uh, and have a great week. <laughs>